Welcome back to the Asian Conservative Lawyer. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. So today we're going to talk about our feckless leaders, the American feckless leaders, all right? They are a bunch of wussies. And to say, and I've had this argument before, that they say Americans are now the wussies, all right? I don't believe that. Ever since the Revolutionary War, Americans have the spirit. They are fighters. They are warriors. There is no question in my mind. Because once Americans have some have a goal set, they will take it. They will 100% take it. There is no way you're going to stop them, okay? Sherman's March. Sherman's March to the Sea is what it's called. He was supposed to stop at Georgia. Okay, in Atlanta. He was supposed to stop there and then wait for further instructions. Did he? Nope. He took Georgia, burned it to the ground, and then took South Carolina. Okay, went straight up to the Carolinas. Okay, that was his first goal. Lincoln found out about it and was furious, but it was a victory. Okay, and Sherman even wrote about that and said, hey, look, it's war. You wanted us to fight? We're going to fight. We're going to get results. Okay. The bombing of Pearl Harbor. And I've harped on this numerous times. What happened? Like I said, Japan knew. They knew for a fact that they were not going to win. All right. They even said it. They said it numerous times that there was no possibility to win, but they were going to strike hard and fast. So that way they could get America off guard and then, you know, take over the rest of the East while America was rebuilding an army or something like that. Okay, or building um, aircraft carriers. Did that stop Americans? Nope. They did the Doolittle raid and then they met at Midway. And Japan heavily outnumbered America at the Battle of Midway. Okay, I think we had three aircraft carriers. One was dead because of the Battle of, uh, I think, Coral Sea. Sorry. Yeah, the Battle of Coral Sea. One of our aircraft carriers was dead. So it was only two aircraft carriers while Japan had four. Okay. They had four aircraft carriers, and they were at a very good advantage because they had torpedoes. Americans like things cheap. So our, tor our torpedoes only worked eight at our, uh, only worked, um, sorry, two out of 10 times. 80% of them were failures. They test, they used to test them, but it costed so much money that they only tested them twice before they put them on airplanes. So we didn't even have torpedoes, and we kicked their ass, okay? We kicked their ass in Midway. Did we stop? Nope. We took Guadalcanal, the Philippines, and then continued past Iwo Jima, past Okinawa, and then we landed on their beaches, and that's when they're like, yeah, we should give up. So now we're going to talk about the Korean War. What happened during the Korean War? So North Korea almost takes all of South Korea. The last stand was Busan. America comes in. Did they defend Busan? You bet they did. Did they stop? No. They went all the way out to Pyongyang. And then China helped North Korea push America past 38th parallel. Okay? So Americans don't stop. They just don't. They're, they're, they, they have that mentality. They have that spirit. They have that fight. And I love it. The problem is, is our leadership. Our leadership is terrible. Okay? Alexander of Macedon said it best. I am not afraid of a hundred lion led by a sheep. I am afraid of a hundred sheep led by a lion. Okay? It shows time and time again that these generals and admirals 100% matter. Okay? Like I said, in the beginning of the Civil War, we had McClellan and um, Burnside, just crappy generals, all right? The South was kicking our butts. 
And then we have this guy, this alcoholic, and he's not really an alcoholic, but he was. It's hard to explain. But we had Grant in the Western Theater just kicking ass. Okay? He was just destroying and messing things up. So, and then we fired McClellan, or Lincoln fired McClellan, and then put um, General Meade. And Meade was a total badass. Okay? So he was a good general and turned turned the tide of war. So to say that Americans don't have the spirit, they 100% do have the spirit. We just have crappy leaders, okay? Speaking of leaders, New York Times just wrote an article with proof that Joe Biden, for the past year, was giving intel to China to help them persuade Russia to not attack Ukraine. Yeah. What did you think was going to happen, Joe? Are you that stupid? They're like the greatest allies. They're the greatest freaking allies. Okay. Stalin helped fund Mao Zedong to make, to push the white army down to Taiwan. Okay. What did you think was going to happen? Oh, well, they're, they're our allies. So we might as well. uh... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sounding like goofy. They're our allies. And we're going to, we're going to have them pay pay war reparations and uh and um um and uh the corn pop and corn pop is gonna what i i don't know what this administration is thinking what what they're possibly thinking to even consider giving our intel to china and you know what china did china gave it to russia china gave it to russia they gave all the intel to russia i i don't know what how high he must have been. He must be smoking that Hunter Biden crack because I just don't see someone that incompetent to do that, okay? You have an enemy and you're giving them intel about their ally in hopes that they were going to fight for you? Is, is, that, what, is that what your brilliant genius plan is, okay? But no, Joe Biden doesn't care. He doesn't give a crap, all right? He hires, who's that admiral that's like a transvestite or whatever? Yeah, because that's what matters, all right? A transvestite admiral. No, it's not the capabilities of leading, you know, the most powerful navy in the world. No, 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 no. He slash she doesn't know what sex they are, okay? They don't know basic biology, and they're supposed to lead the most powerful navy in the world. And then you have a general that's like, what was it? I can't even remember the... It was like some something stupid, like another transvestite or a homosexual. Yeah. And I'm not saying, you know, because there's been a lot of leaders that were homosexuals and they were freaking great. Okay. I would say Alexander Mastodon was probably homosexual or he at least had the Oedipus com- uh, complex. But that's what's, that's what's most important to you. Okay. If I was choosing or nominating any kind of general or admiral, I would start questioning about every single battle and how it was won. I want to be like, hey, in the Battle of Gettysburg, what was the fatal flaw? What did General Lee fail to do? What was, what did the North do correctly? Okay. And if their answer is like, oh, well, the North did the fish hook, all right, which allowed troops to come from either side back to the front and uh, supply reinforcements. And then said, Lee overestimated his opponent. He thought he was, he thought he could outguess General Meade. 
I would be like, okay, that's good. I would question him on every single battle, on all our victories and losses, every single one. That's what it would take to be a general or an admiral, okay? Admiral will be sea battles. I'd be like, John Paul Jones, what did he do? And if they go like, oh, well, John Paul Jones uh, took some places and he said, we have not yet begun to fight, I'd be like, what bases did he take? Name all single, every single base, okay? That is, I want a general and admiral competent like that, all right? I want them to understand history. I want them to know strategies and tactics, okay? I would be like, I would question them every single, on every single battle, every single naval battle, battle of Midway, okay? Where, what did Chester Nimitz do correctly? What didn't he do correctly? What could have been done better? That would be my interview, Okay. I would do that for all generals and admirals. But no, Joe Biden's like, oh, we need a transvestite admiral because that, that's the most important, per, important person to the, you know, lead the Navy, okay? We have, like Alexander of Aston said, we have a hundred lions led by a sheep. And we're, we're seeing it, okay? We are seeing the collapse but hey, this this is what we this is what happens, all right? This is what happens when you vote for an idiot in office because of mean tweets. Okay? You know what? I would love to see every Democrat go up and be like, hey, you know what? You guys tweet about Ukraine. Because I'm blaming every Democrat right now. I'm blaming them for all this stuff. Every life that's lost against Ukraine. Every life that will be lost, even when Ukraine eventually falls, there is no way it's not going to fall. I'm sorry. They're going to put up a fight, but it's just delaying the action. And you know what? I am glad they're putting up a fight, okay? Don't get me wrong. I believe we should all fight for our country. If our country gets invaded right now, if America gets invaded, I, you bet your ass I will be on the front lines. Even if there's a civil war, you bet your ass I will be on the, on the lines of freedom. I will defend this country, Okay. I may not be, you know, the spring chicken I used to be, but you bet your ass I will fight, okay? I would rather die on my feet than live on my knees. That was George Washington that said that, by the way. So I'm glad that Ukraine is fighting back, but it's all going to be for naught, okay? It's, let's be completely honest. Russia is a way bigger military. They have more technology. They are going to be slaughtered, okay? But they are putting up a fight. That is a great thing because... What else do you have to live for, okay? I saw an article of this guy. He was um, he ran away to po uh, Poland. He left his family there to re-enlist in the military because he's going to fight for his country. He says he understands that he might die, but he's willing to give up his life for his country. And you know what? God bless you, man. God bless you. Um, in Ireland, apparently, Russian ship told them to surrender. And there, you could actually hear them. I can't speak Russian, but they they have subtitles and Ukraine's the Ukrainians are like, well, this is it, man. And they're like, yep, this is it. And they said, Russian warship, go fuck yourself. And that was the last transmission. Russian warship bomb, um, bombed them and killed them all. So, but hey, you know what? Fight for your country, even if it's the last person. And who knows? You, you're not going to win, but you may make Russia feel it, just like during the Winter War when, um, the, uh, when the Soviets invaded Finland and Finland just kicked the shit out of um, Russia. 
or the Soviets, they just kept beating or they kept winning to the point that the Soviets, like they lost more casualties for that little land that they got. But hey, Stalin was a leader at the time. He didn't even care. He didn't care that he lost more people than, you know, what that land was worth. But I digress. Let's talk about the man, the legend, Donald J. Trump. Okay, there's because there's a lot of things coming up about him. And um, it's really quite funny. I, I could make more podcasts about this. But recently, in 2018, another video showed up of him talking about what would happen if they don't let go or if Europe doesn't let go of Russian um, oil and Russian natural gas, Russian energy, essentially. Okay, so I'm going to let you listen to it. Hold up. All right. When Germany makes a massive oil and gas deal with Russia, where you're supposed to be guarding against Russia, and Germany goes out and pays billions and billions of dollars a year to Russia. So we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting all these countries. Sorry, guys. My freaking phone is like jacking up right now. But I'm going to let you try to listen the best you can. So we're supposed to protect you against Russia, but they're paying billions of dollars to Russia. And I think that's very inappropriate. And the former chancellor of Germany is the head of the pipeline company that's supplying the gas. Uh, ultimately, Germany will have almost 70% of their country controlled by Russia with natural gas. So you tell me, is that appropriate? I mean, we've, I've been complaining about this from the time I got in. It should have never been allowed to have happened. But Germany is totally controlled by Russia because they were getting from 60 to 70 percent of their energy from Russia and a new pipeline. And you tell me if that's appropriate, because I think it's not. And I think it's a very bad thing for NATO. And I don't think it should have happened. And I think we have to talk to Germany about it. On top of that, Germany is just paying a little bit over one percent, whereas the United States in actual numbers is paying 4.2 percent of a much larger GDP. So I think that's inappropriate also. You know, we're protecting Germany, we're protecting France, we're protecting everybody, and yet we're paying a lot of money to protect. Now, this has been going on for decades. This has been brought up by other presidents, but other presidents never did anything about it because I don't think they understood it or they just didn't want to get involved. But I have to bring it up because I think it's very unfair to our country, it's very unfair to our taxpayer. And I think that these countries have to step it up, not over a 10-year period, they have to step it up immediately. Germany is a rich country. They talk about they're going to increase it a tiny bit by 2030. Well, they could increase it immediately tomorrow and have no problem. I don't think it's fair to the United States. So we're going to have to do something because we're not going to put up with it. We can't put up with it. And yes. So, yeah, that's uh, that was Donald Trump pretty much blasting the European Union. This is 2018. You know what? If Trump ran again, I'm pretty sure he could just win just off that clip. He just has to put that on his campaign ad and it just shows. All right. This, this is what happens. OK, when you had when America was in charge, all right, when they were producing enough oil to offset the Russian oil and the Russian energy sector, Russia wouldn't invade. 
because they didn't have any leverage. They didn't have anything. They didn't have anything tangible, all right? They weren't going to say, hey, you know what? If you invade us, we're just going to cut off your oil. We're just going to cut off your energy. Because America's like, hey, we're just going to provide you back your oil. We're going to provide you back your energy, all right? But now Joe Biden shut off that pipeline, and all of a sudden, Russia's like, yeah, we're going to invade now because you're getting 60 to 70% of your energy from us. You wouldn't dare come and try to take us back. Because guess what? If you try, we're just going to cut off your energy, all right? How do you think your civilians are going to feel without any electricity? How do you think your civilians are going to feel without any trucks to drive those groceries around? How do you think your civilians are going to feel when they can't go to anywhere, okay? Because they need energy to do so. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.